I feel like we're in a play. Maybe this is a play. Hey. What? Come on. That's unfair. You know she's vulnerable to flights of fancy like that. I'm trying to be supportive. By getting in her clown car? How do you know it's not a play? I was hoping we could talk. Talking is kind of like a play. I feel like this is more of an audio-only play. Like a radio play. More like a podcast. We do have an audience, just not a live one. In fact, right now there's only one person listening. One listener? We have a single listener? Well, one listener at a time. Okay. None of this is making sense. Can we just talk? I'd like to talk. What do you want to talk about? I was hoping we could talk about your behavior. My behavior? Yes. Like what? What did I do? I was hoping we could talk about what happened yesterday, but then you just said that thing about how maybe we are in a play, and now I think we should talk about that. How that's yet another example of what I mean when I say your behavior. I'm just trying to be supportive. I think you're being condescending and mean-spirited. By saying that we might actually be in a play? You and I both know we're not in a play. I just want to say that now I totally feel like we're just in a play. humor her and say that we are in what a are play. What are you saying? I want to hear. I was just trying to explain that we might be in a play. That's not helpful. I want to establish a base reality and have a real conversation, not a play. And I want to talk with the two of you, but especially I want to talk to you about your behavior. I think your behavior has been appalling. I think you should look in the mirror. I'm willing to look in the mirror. Are you? I'm willing if you are. Can you offer any reassurance that our community is safe from your behavior? From what? From your persistent tendency to use sarcasm under the pretense of advocacy. You think I do that? I do. I think that you hide behind a tone of sincerity. You say nice things, but it's fake and I can see through it. I see what you're doing to people. People like her who aren't smart enough to see what you're doing. But you see it. Yes. It's plain that you're a diabolical bully. I don't have to listen to this. Okay, great. The very moment things get real, you eject yourself. Come back here. You can do this. You can face the music and look me straight in the eye and tell me how much pain you're in. You think I'm in pain? I think you're a troubled person. I think you're insecure and frightened. And I think you're a maniac. You're calling me a maniac. You work for a company that puts bombs on dolphins. So what? You put bombs on dolphins and then you train them to suicide attack enemy boats. <laughs> you worked for them too. I quit when I found out what they did. But now you work for a company that makes churlers. That's very different. Squirrel churling is cruel. You're wrong. When squirrel populations skyrocket, or when trapping stops being effective, or when harmless nut snatching goes overboard, people, our clients, need to churl their squirrels. <laughs> you sound like an advertisement. And 
this feels like a play. I'm trying to be genuine. Your squirrel churler is nothing more than a steamroller. It's a textured metallic cylinder. Big difference. It tricks squirrels into thinking that it's covered in nuts. See, you admit it. It is trickery. But there's a time and a place for trickery. The squirrel churler helps farmers. It helps suburban homeowners cope with the problem. What you do with people, let alone what you do with the dolphins, is inappropriate, disgusting, and shameful. Training dolphins is not better or worse. Dolphins and squirrels are both mammals. (laughs) Excuse me, but training dolphins like that is way worse than churling squirrels. All animals enlisted in the army are one rank above their handlers. So what if the animal is the superior officer to its human handler? You're killing people. We don't kill people. You blow up boats in the middle of the ocean. What? The sailors don't drown? Yes, unfortunately, some do. But this is in the theater of war, and the majority of those sailors are rescued. Some make it to lifeboats or get picked up by nudist colony barges. Some stay on, becoming part of a community. Naked? So what? Nudism wasn't their choice. Nudism is natural. But they enlisted as sailors, not nudists. Wouldn't you rather be naked than dead? I suppose you'd rather be churled like all those squirrels. I'm starting to feel less like I'm in a play and more like I'm the subject of a sermon. You two sound like you're smoking nuts. What? Smoking? Smoking salmon-flavored nuts. Smoking in the old-fashioned section of an airplane? I was really hoping we could talk. No, this is extravagant and frivolous and condescending. Can I interrupt this for a minute? What? What? The Dolphins and the Squirrels was written by David Shearer Water and is the third in the I Feel Like We're in a Play series. This one featured Eliana Stockwell Ferber, Ariel Burks, and Alexis Sarah. I Feel Like We're in a Play is a production of the Olympia Radio Company. Listen to our shows wherever you get podcasts and at olympiaradiocompany.com.